The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, which is the reason the name of the show is Federal Football Report. They came to Kevin and said, well, what's the name of your show? He said, well, what's it going to be on? It's going to be on Federal News Network. All right, well, Federal Football Report is what we'll call it, and also available on your uh, favorite uh, podcast uh, platforms. This is a very special day, Kevin, because we always talk about how we have nothing but the best here on the Federal Football Report. We're breaking down things burgundy and gold. We've got Rob Woodbrook here. Uh, WTOP sports reporter. Uh, it was funny. He said something on Twitter. Kevin and I said to him, why don't you come on the show? He said, all right. And so we sent this Zoom link. And now we have none other than Rob Woodfork. Rob, how are you, man? I'm doing well, man. It's just that easy to book me, by the way. I don't have any, uh, I don't have any representation. Just, uh, you know, slide in the DMs and I show up. <laughs> there you go. And by the way, his price is very affordable for those who also have low budget, uh, podcasts. If you're looking to get a great sports reporter, hey, we'll we'll get what you pay for though. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And speaking of get what you pay for, you know, Rob, I'll be honest with you. When I looked at what the burgundy and gold did in the off season and we see this stuff with coach Rivera, uh, yeah, and, and just the, different culture and things like this. I thought we were paying for a change in culture. I thought we were paying for uh, upfront, uh, uh, I guess, press conferences or, or, or uh, coaches letting us know what's going on here, not like doing like the shuck and drive job that we've gotten in the past few years here with the Washington football team. But And, and I believed it uh, all off season And for the first three weeks of the season, yes, somewhere around four, uh, things got kind of funny, and I feel like this might be more the same. Am I am I crazy, or am I right on point that it looks like some of this stuff is more the same? Well, I'm not uh, qualified to talk about your mental health, but I will <laughs> say that based on what we have seen, uh, you are right to be skeptical because we've said it for a lot of years, and I feel like we maybe didn't want to believe it, but as long as Dan Snyder is at the top of this pyramid – uh, wh- whatever's going on below is not going to go well. And we've seen that so far. Um, when you talk about the culture change and all of that, we still have these anonymous reports about whether and to what extent uh, uh, Dwayne Haskins is doing is studying and doing the things that he needs to do to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, we still have this weird carousel at quarterback and I'm still trying to figure out at this point, is this a rebuild or are we trying to win a division right now? Because right in the, you, you get to week four and now all of a sudden, Ron Rivera's going from, we're going to play young guys. We're going to, you know, build for the future. Mm-hmm. Now we're playing Alex Smith. Right. What does yeah. a 36-year-old quarterback have anything to do with what you're going to do in the future? So, so especially when, you, when when that was one of the reasons why you traded away a Hall of Fame running back in the beginning of the year because you wanted to go younger and, and deal with people exactly. who were going to deal with the future of this team. It's like, well, you know, if we were going to go old, we might as well keep AP because he was, you know, productive and a leader on the team. And when you talk exactly. about the fact that your quarterback's not preparing, well, maybe if he had a veteran there on offense, someone older than, you know, 23, who could say, listen, man, this is how you prepare if you want to be good in this league, someone who – has the pedigree, someone who has the resume, someone who, you know, who is going in the Hall of Fame, 
you know, he could he could he could talk to the young man and say, "Listen, dude, this is how you this is how you become a professional quarterback in this league." Exactly. And here's the thing, and I wrote a column about this on WTOP.com a couple of weeks ago that Washington blew an opportunity where they could have done the best thing for Haskins' development. They could have done the best thing for their present and future. And it would have made all the sense in the world when you just had this pandemic-afflicted uh, offseason where you didn't have all the work. Why didn't they go get Cam Newton? If mm-hmm. you're talking about trying to compete in what is a terrible division, if you're talking about trying to get Haskins to a place where he's a, a good starter, a solid starter in this league within the context of this offense and for this franchise and this coaching staff why don't you go get a guy who's been an MVP in this league why don't you go get a guy who can tell him what it's like to be a brother playing quarterback Mm -hmm. in the NFL why don't you do that I mean and their and their personalities are not terribly dissimilar they both have all that swag and all that (laughs) that helps you today that helps today (laughs) and it sets Haskins up to be good in the future because Behind that offensive line, and that's the biggest problem above quarterback. We always talk about quarterbacks in this town. Their mm-hmm. offensive line is a disaster. Anything we talked about the defensive line, but everything behind it also a disaster on mm-hmm. defense. Mm-hmm. So when you have a team that's not complete, when you have a team that is a piecemeal, for lack of a better term, sure, get a veteran quarterback who has the mobility and the capability of creating things when something's not there. And they didn't do that. They don't have that guy on this roster. You have a guy, mm-hmm. literally, I was wincing every time uh, yeah. Alex Smith dropped back to pass because I'm like, don't let it happen again. Don't let it happen again. <laughs> I saw that documentary. I saw what happened mm-hmm. to that leg. This shouldn't be on an NFL field. So yeah, No, it was not good. Yeah. I just need them to it, – it seems like they went in a direction of, we're going to build this thing for the future. We're going to play this 23 and under JV squad <laughs> this year in the name of giving them experience. And then, right. you know, we'll, we'll see how the chips fall in the future. And now they got four weeks into the season and they're just like, oh, oh, we might actually win this division. Mm-hmm. And now they're just like kind of shifting gears when you don't have the personnel to do that. So I, I, it, it feels like to me, because I have respect for Ron Rivera, it feels like mm-hmm. to me – Somebody got in Rivera's ear, and maybe it was Snyder, maybe it wasn't, and I don't have any inside knowledge mm-hmm. to tell you yes or no on that. But knowing the history of this team, knowing the owner, you know, knowing how things play out in this town and with this franchise, I wouldn't be surprised if Snyder got in his ear and said, you know what, this, uh, this rebuilding thing, that's great if we're already just kind of destined to be in last place. Right now we could win this thing. Let's go get it. Right. You know, and it's interesting that, you know, that, 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 that you say that because, like you said, everything leading up to this point seemed to be uh, kind of going towards Haskins going to be the guy. We're going to rebuild. We're going to let him grow. It's going to take time, even to the point where Ron Rivera. And this is where I was like, OK, this is definitely a rebuild. And, I, and I'm for Coach Rivera when he is literally saying I didn't call timeouts because I felt the game was kind of out of reach. and I didn't want to get guys hurt because we're playing for the long game here. Like, here's a guy telling you, like, there are games that I'm not going to try to win this 
this year because at the end of the day, you know, five wins, seven wins, it's not going to mean much in the, you know, short term. And so I'm, but I'm playing for the long term. So I'm like, okay, I'm all for it. Then when Haskins gets benched and you talked about the whole thing with Cam Newton, one mm-hmm. thing that's interesting is the fact that, you know, yeah, what, what, instead of getting that guy who could, who could uh, bring some leadership, who can help your young quarterback, who's looking for, talk about a team rebuilding, you know, Cam was look, is looking to rebuild his career, you know, and so he's looking to rebuild his game. Here's what you do instead of that. You get that guy's backup. You get the guy who backs <laughs> him up as opposed to getting him himself. It doesn't make it, – it just doesn't make any sense and, to me. And why does it seem like the quarterback position is always the position we get wrong here? Yeah, right. And and the other thing is, uh, you know, this this idea that Kyle Allen is better than Dwayne Haskins <laughs> is insane. If you look at their numbers, if you look at what mm-hmm. Dwayne Haskins, he completed, what, 61% of his passes, he had one more touchdown than interception. Go look at Kyle Allen's numbers. That's what Kyle Allen gives you. And he mm-hmm. gets you a bigger <laughs> sample size right. in Carolina and under better circumstances than what Washington is dealing with now. So this notion that, oh, he gives us a better chance to win. No, he doesn't. I mean, the, the only advantage he has is he, he knows the system better. Mm-hmm. But there's so much yeah. – that's always been sort of an overrated thing because, I mean, how well does Cam Newton know the system in New England? And he looks okay. Well, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, and let me tell you, if you give me the playbook for two years, I'll know the system better than the quarterback. Right. Than, uh, hey, you know, let, quarterback. Let me, it doesn't mean I can do it. I would just right. know it. Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me interject. Kyle Allen couldn't beat a Greg Minuski defense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like there's three teams in the league that couldn't do that last year. Kyle Allen was one of the courts that could not do that. Sure. Uh, let me ask you, you mentioned um, Adrian Peterson. He was surprised when he got released. And he was saying on the interviews that I heard that he was told that he was the starter up until the time that they told him they were cutting him. So do you think that this is the, the Rivera style, just say whatever comes to mind? Or do you think that he's just that fickle that he'll he'll just see a different path and decide to just to just take it? I, I, I don't know. I mean, it – Look, the, the skeptic in me feels like there's some factors in play that's mm-hmm. going to come out in some real detailed Washington Post report in like six months. So <laughs> it's like, I mean, because that, because that's usually what happens. It feels like there's 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 something with ownership or something within that building that we're not privy to right now because on the surface, from the outside, I'm still trying to get a sense of what direction Ron Rivera is trying to go in. Is this a rebuild? Are we trying to win now? Like, which is it? And by the way, the two don't have to be mutually exclusive. You can do right. both. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that was the point of my column was if you get Cam Newton, it's not setting Dwayne Haskins back. It's not setting the rebuild back. If anything, you're helping it because you're not putting this kid out there to die behind that offensive line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but to answer your question, man, I, I, I didn't understand the Adrian Peterson thing. I think you can still make him your every down back and then have uh, uh, Antonio Gibson be your third down back. I don't understand why for first and second down it has to be uh, J.D. McKissick or one of these guys who has been around the league. And, I mean, I, I hate to say it because it kind of devalues that position a little bit, but, I mean, running backs are a dime a dozen. I mean, you can get mm-hmm. a J.D. McKissick. Every team has a J.D. McKissick for Absolutely. the most part. And he's good. 
But those guys are available at the top and the bottom of the draft. I mean, look at what Jacksonville just did. They're going with an undrafted kid, and he's doing the same thing that they were doing with the guy they burned the fourth overall pick on and, mm-hmm. and released. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like that, with yeah. running backs, yeah. It's not like Adrian Peterson was costing you a lot of money. It's not like Adrian Peterson was going to tie up a bunch of meaningful reps. I mean, you can play two, three, four running backs if you want to. So I never understood that move. And it looks even worse right now mm-hmm. because now you're playing Alex Smith and you're playing, you know, these – these older cats that aren't necess- that are you're trying in the name of trying to win now, but aren't necessarily better than the guys that you were playing before. I might want to inform our listenership that Adrian Peterson is averaging 4.5 yards a pop with the Lions right now, so he's obviously still got something left in the tank. And that, now, should, uh, be, that, that should have never even been a question. He was their leading rusher last year. He basically <laughs> saved their running game the season they got him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, look, let me ask you this. You're one of the few people who actually goes out and does work in this town <laughs> and not, not rely on the leaks. You had an opportunity to do an interview with Jason Wright, the, yes. the president of the Burgundy and Gold, the, the first uh, black president of an NFL team. Do you get the sense that, that he expects to have involvement in, in the player aspect of it? I saw a report today that he made some announcements of what the, the FedEx field experience was going to be like. What about the game itself? Do you think he's interested in having to say in that part of it? Uh, based on my conversation with him, um, I, I didn't. I, I got the sense because I actually asked him a question that was um, that was about the. Uh, we all know the NFL has a problem as it pertains to hiring uh, head coaches of color and hiring people of color to leadership roles. And I asked him if there was any uh, structure in place to create a pipeline for qualified minority candidates to sort of come up the ranks and, uh, and garner that attention and, and, and you know, sort of, sort of get their names out there. And at the uh, organizational level, there are some organizations that do that. I know the Minnesota Vikings do that. Uh, there's one or two others as well that have programs like that in place. And I asked him if that was something that he would be instituting. He said, I, I work on the business end. That's a football thing. So that's sort of out of my purview. So based on that answer, uh, I believe that he's truly just focused on the business side and the fact that he used to play and that he has a football background is, uh, is helpful in terms of sort of perspective, but it's not something that, um, that they're necessarily turning to him for. Um, uh, that said, I, I was, uh, you know, I also spoke to for, for that, uh, for that piece, I also spoke to his, uh, his longtime agent, um, uh, Mike McCartney, who said that, um, who said that he, he would, uh, knowing he knows Ron Rivera, he knows Jason very well. And he said that I would be surprised if he didn't, you know, go to him for, you know, sort of football matters ever so often, but it's, everybody's kind of staying in their lane, you know? Yeah. So, um, I'll be going I, to his I, office I, today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I um, but, but, but I was, I was very, I was very impressed with him. He, he, uh, certainly is, uh, he commands a room. I'll, I'll say that. And, uh, and, and I'll actually tell you something real quick that, um, that, that impressed me about him before I even got a chance to talk to him. Now, uh, the time that that interview happened, 
uh, it got pushed back a couple of times initially just off of some scheduling things. And, uh, and they actually wanted to, to cancel it altogether because uh, we were scheduled to do it the same day that the cancer diagnosis for Coach Rivera came down. Whoa. So uh, what happened was his PR person reached out to me and said, uh, you know, we're going to have to, we're going to have to call this, uh, you know, I'm really sorry. And Jason would like to reach out to you personally to apologize for, you know, for this getting, getting shelved. So I said, that's, you know, that's all right. And I sort of made a last minute pitch to, to keep doing the interview. I said, I'll stay away from Rivera questions. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that this, mm-hmm. I mean, this piece is about him. So, you know, the Rivera questions don't have to come into play. So, um, so he reached, uh, so he reached out to me, he called me back within 10 minutes. Wow. And, and yeah. And so, um, you know, we went back and forth and I told him, look, man, I mean, this is, this is more a, uh, this is more a profile piece. I'm not trying to, you know, paint you in any corner or ask you any tough questions per se. I'm just trying to, you know, get to know who you are as a person. So people understand who's behind this culture change. So, um, so he said, you know, something let's, let's do it. And Mm. so after hours, once he got out of the office and so forth, he, uh, you know, we, we set up a zoom call and we did the interview and I mean, mean, he didn't have to do that. And, and, and the first thing I say is what, how many team presidents, you know, new or old in that position would do that. So, I mean, I, I think it sort of spoke to his character. You heard accounts of it from people and, um, and, you know, to see it firsthand like that was, uh, was reassuring. So I, I, I say that to say, I think he's, I think he's a good guy for the job. I'm, I'm rooting for him to succeed in that job. I just hope that in, you know, I wrote a column about that too, before I even did the interview. Uh, I hope that Dan Snyder gives him an opportunity to do that job and doesn't get in the way. Wow. I'm going to miss him because he's not long. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds too good to be true. So yeah. yeah. Well right. I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's like, we've had Robert Griffin the third, we've had all these guys. And, and, and here's the thing. And I, and I don't know how many people remember this. When RG three first came, we were so taken aback by him. Like he was just, he was engaging. Absolutely. And, and at, uh, in a training camp, I don't know if you guys remember this, a training camp, because of the proximity of Redskins or, you know, what, whatever we're calling it now, the training mm-hmm. facility, mm-hmm. Um, the proximity to Dulles, you would get planes flying overhead. Right. And so he had the presence of mind to pause his comments whenever a plane would fly overhead so that it wouldn't mess with the sound that, you know, we as journalists are getting uh, from his from his interviews. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like if a 22 year old kid is getting this, like, and you know, obviously we saw the electric play on the field and all that. And it's like a year later, he was done. And we can't, <laughs> even, and we can't even say that name in this town anymore. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it, this franchise keeps getting good people and good and and they end up leaving with their uh, reputations in, in tatters and, uh, you know, again, just having dealt with Jason Wright and, uh, and I, I'm just hoping I'm crossing my fingers that that's what happens <laughs> to this guy too. Man. It's, it's, uh, it, that, that would be, that would be the biggest, that would be one of the biggest crimes of all. Yeah, it would be, man. So generous with your time. Uh, Rob, one more question for me. And if you have one more, I'll just go right ahead. But uh, like, what do you need to see 
uh, here on out of the season, that will kind of calm the inner storm. They'll say, okay, all right, I'm, I'm trusting these guys again. Because, I mean, you know, you follow this team, you can't, like you said, help but be pessimistic and think that something else is going on here. We just don't know quite what yet. But what, what do you need to see that will ha- have you say, okay, all right, okay, I'm, I'm good now. I'll, I'll, I'll trust Ron. Uh, if anything. An ownership change? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's. I mean, that's the main thing. I mean, think about all the things that we've seen. I mean, we've they've gone every route you can go in terms of coaches. They've gone every route you can go in terms of even brought Gibbs back. Brought that's what Gibbs I'm saying. Back. They and then even Gibbs like you know what? One guy that won. Yes. Oh. Front office structure, uh, you know, player acquisition. They have tried everything under the football sun. And (laughs) there's only one dude who is still there throughout all of it. And so you got to, you got to change that ingredient. And unfortunately, and I I hate to, you know, and, and I think, I feel like I've tuned out a lot of Washington fans in my writing and in my coverage of the team, because I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as, as long as Snyder's there, I don't know that you can have nice things. <laughs> there you have it, that's ladies a, and gentlemen. That's the way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can't have nice things. Rob, thank you so much for your time, man. Really appreciate it. This is fun. We've got to get you back on, man. We've got hey, to get man, you back I on would, the program. I, man, I would love to. I would love to. This was great. 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 Very thanks, good, man. man. Thanks, really Rob. appreciate it. Yeah, man, Kevin, that was good. Um, you know, honest take. Uh, you know, uh, it's funny because we talk about how there's so many questions regarding the quarterback situation and, well, what was the plan to rebuild? Or what, well, what about Dwayne? Well, why in the world Kyle Allen? These things we don't know now, right? And these were the same questions that we had in the beginning of the season when they released Adrian Peterson. And it's yeah. like we thought that this would make more – that everything we thought up until this point made that make sense. But now that this doesn't make sense, that doesn't make sense anymore. And so now he's like – what in the world? Like, no, we don't, no one knows what's on. happening. Yeah. You know, and the, the problem, problem is the, like, like our job on this show is to, is to explain and give insight and talk about what's happening with the burgundy and gold. And, and we don't know now. And so that, that puts this show in jeopardy. Now, what are we supposed to do? You know, the problem is, <laughs> I, I don't know, because we set the standards so high now we've had like a, a real journalist like Rob on the line. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I mean, he actually interviews people. He actually, he actually <laughs> like talks to people. He writes, he reports. How does mm-hmm. that make us look? Man? <laughs> how, how does that make us look? It, it's, um, we're very thankful to, uh, to Rob for his insight. You, you know, it's just puzzling to me that, you know, and, and, you know, to be quite frank, I think maybe we're giving Coach Rivera because of his medical condition, a little bit of a pass. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't, I've known people who've gone through, um, uh, cancer treatment is not a pleasant thing. It has it's to not. alter the way you perceive things. I mean, that's, we're mm-hmm. talking life or death as opposed to everything else in life, you know. So we give him a, a bit a pass and deservedly so. But then again, he's he says, I want to work. And this is part of the job. The critique of the job is part of the job. Well, as a matter of fact, I heard the other day that he asked a, re- a reporter asked a question. And he his response was, if you've never played quarterback in this league, you can't ask me that question. And yeah, yeah. I was kind of taken aback because my response would have been, oh, no, I can't ask you the question because <laughs> I'm a reporter. That's right, my exactly. job to ask the questions. <laughs> you know, that's my exactly. job. So, yeah. 
you know, we can, we'll give him a pass for as long as he can, if he deserves it. But, but you know what? Bruce Arians went through the same thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, so not particularly the exact same disease. But, um, you know, hey, he's in a position, this, it comes with the gig. You had to give us something, Ron. You're going to you're gonna have to, you know, you had to explain uh, why mm-hmm. Dwayne was your captain and four weeks later was your third string guy. You're going to have to explain why Kyle Allen, was, when he was cleared from the concussion protocol, still couldn't get back in the game to replace Alex Smith. Uh, you're going to have to explain why you guys didn't pay to keep Eric Flowers, uh, a guy who, who res- whose career was resurrected mm-hmm. here and became one of the top offensive linemen in the league. You know, you got in the words of Rich Ricardo, Ron, you got some explaining to do. You got some explaining to do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for America's favorite segment. It's time for fake news or not. And it is election season. It's heating up. So this is a special heated edition of fake <laughs> news and not because it's uh, 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 election season. Uh, I give Kevin three statements. He lets me know whether it's fake news or not. Statement number one. Number one. There is a quarterback that is currently not on this roster who will take snaps for the Burgundy and Gold as the starting quarterback at some point during this year. Don't have to name who the quarterback is, just that there's a quarterback currently not on the team who at some point in the time will be picked up by the team and will be a play starting quarterback uh, at some point this year. Fake news or not? You know, after watching the season where we had Josh Josh Johnson as our quarterback taking us to a, a playoff chase, that, that's, mm-hmm. that's news, right? Because it, not only with the quarterback position, it appears that every position – on the Ron Rivera team, it's just up for grabs. There is no starter. You don't know, you know, Chase Young is your best defensive player, but I see him on the sidelines on third and on obvious passing downs, right? You know, Terry McClure seems to play every every down. It's, mm-hmm. it's like you look at a guy like Aaron Donald and, and <laughs> who plays every down, would play offense if you want him to. Right. Why right. can't we get a guy? <laughs> well, we have a guy like that. I don't think Chase Young or uh, uh, Allen or any of these guys want to come off the field. I mean, you know, really good rotation on defensive line. We'll get to defensive line again, but go ahead, finish your point. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's entirely possible. It's entirely possible <laughs> that, that they see someone if if, because uh, I, don't, I don't think uh, they're going to let Haskins back on the field, just to prove a point. Right, no. I yeah. think because there's a chance that he might come in and have a good game. If he has a good game, they'll be all second guests again. I think mm-hmm. even this thing about him having a stomach ache, or something, right? right where yeah, I heard yeah. one report said he called in sick. Another report said the doctor sent him home, right? Stuff yeah. like that. Who the first report I heard was he called in, and then later in the day it was said that he that he wasn't feeling good Friday or Saturday, and he came he came to 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 uh, the, the FedEx on Sunday, and they actually was doing it. They told him to go home, but you don't know what to believe, and for something as silly as this. Yeah, yeah, you just don't know. So, yeah, I, I think that it's news. I think that there's a quarterback out there somewhere who might be t- starting, might mm-hmm. be starting, mm-hmm. right? You know, I don't want to see Alex Smith. Because every time he stepped back, he dropped back to pass, I was cringing. Yeah, <laughs> you God know? knows I was. I can't, I can't watch too much more of that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's news. Yeah. That could very well happen. And he got hit and then hit again and then hit again. One time he gave her down a piggyback ride. Then that's when I was like, oh, please yeah, hold up. Yeah. Please hold up, leg. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, 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 statement number two in fake news or not. The honeymoon is over with Ron Rivera. <laughs> fake news or not. That's, that's news. That's news. I hope you enjoyed it. He didn't get a chance to see Niagara Falls. So, yeah. once, like I said, once I heard that, that question, he asked that reporter, right? That, that, that sort of me, that was sort of, uh, that was kind of uncalled for, right? You know, it's like mm-hmm. you can't. 
that's what the guy is there for. He certainly has not deserved the right to be a Bill Belichick type towards uh, his relationship with the media. So yeah, it's all the, the honeymoon's over and the gloves are off. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the way it is. Yes, sir. <laughs> There it is. Uh, 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 next, uh, 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 final, I guess, final question uh, with fake news uh, or not. The defense is a little overrated, fake news or not. That's news. Mm-hmm. That's news. Okay. With three, okay. three number one picks on the line last year, and we were three and 13. Mm-hmm. So now we got four. <laughs> you know, right. To me, and, and I get an argument with, with, on Twitter, about the strangest thing with people, but concerning football at Stanfield, Kevin, people still say that the Chase Young pick was the way to go. And and I try to make them realize that you could have taken that same pick, parlayed it into a bunch of picks, at mm-hmm. least two picks, maybe three, depending if you didn't get greedy, and gotten multiple talented players instead of one player that hasn't even played the whole season yet. It's only four games through the season. He didn't play all four games. A young yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. I remember old Richard Pryor's story about Jim Brown that, that he was talking about how, how Jim Brown never got hurt. We care guys were trying to hurt Jim Brown, he never got hurt. Nowadays you get <laughs> guys they get hurt in practice. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> they just, I guess they just don't make them like that anymore. Yeah, but, you yeah. Know. Who knows, man? All right, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, that was fake man. news or not. Uh, and, and so, Kevin, uh, since we're talking about the defense, I want to bring up something that I heard uh, our friend Scott Jackson talking about on the uh, post-game show for the Washington football team. And he was uh, talking about the fact that, um, you know, uh, or maybe Doc Walker brought this up, I can't remember, um, that uh, the line has struggled, but uh, Ioannidis hasn't been on the field. And we're, I think we're really starting to see how, yeah, you got some, we've got, you know, some of these young, talented guys, you know, Chase Young, I mean, he's only, what, four games, well, three games in, um, you know, but from Jared Allen and these guys, I mean, yeah, they're talented and stuff. But Ioannidis is probably the anchor of that line. I mean, things happen when Ioannidis is in the game. Well, you know, um, the, for so long, they were forced to play this 3-4 defense. And I've heard, you know, defensive linemen say, and you would think that it's just football, you know, two, you know, four linemen as opposed to three. But it's a really different technique. And maybe mm-hmm. the 4-3 the isn't, isn't Ioannidis' strong suit. Uh, uh, you know, but... Then again, but, but he started the season pretty good, though, pretty strong. I mean, and, and I think it was, I think it was before he went because he's got this bicep thing, right, or something like that, or shoulder. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I feel like before hurt. he before he went out, I thought he was freeing things up for everybody else, and he made a couple plays himself. You know, it's it's about people having film. You know, this is one thing. Without a preseason, no team really had the film on the other team, right? It's pretty much mm-hmm. the first three or four games is the preseason. Now that people are beginning to get like some film on these guys, it's time for the defensive coaches to, to you know, is move and counter move, right? It's them to, you know, let's get some technique there. Let's have some more stunning. Let's have some more, you know, some, some variations of what you do, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, this, this game is the first, to me, the first real test of the game. Guys should be in game shape by now. The mm-hmm. They should have enough film on the Giants to know what the tendencies are. There's no Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. So th- this should be a, a good test for them. But but the, the, the defense, it seems to be kind of porous everywhere. 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 The secondary. I mean, Kendall Fuller is a good ball player. Yeah, I Kendall mean, Fuller balls. Mm-hmm. They just, it's just that they're not taking advantage 
of him. They're not they're not playing a lot of press coverage. They're not being aggressive enough, I think. Mm -hmm. To have the mm -hmm. talent and the speed you got. Montez Sweat is coming into his own now. He is. He because, I was gonna say he is. He is. Yeah, because mm -hmm. yeah, he's wearing that edge out. If a quarterback <laughs> rolls in his direction and thinks he can buy some time, he ends up throwing the ball away. And you got hundred percent. I, you know, I mean, gosh, who, um, in, uh, last week, oh, no, when, in the Kyler Murray game, it looked like Kyler Murray uh, against the Cardinals. It looked like Kyler Murray was shocked that Sweat chased him down and yeah. forced him out of bounds because he's like, oh, I'll be able to outrun this guy. Like, oh, whoa, 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 wait yeah. a minute. No, I can't. <laughs> he's big and he's coming his way and he's fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's something else that bothered me about this last game. Jared Allen isn't like. You know, he isn't Kyler Murray, right? He isn't Russell Wilson, right? Mm -hmm. You know, he's he, you know where he's going to be. He'll, he'll be in the pocket as much as he can. But they couldn't take advantage of that. You know, it's just it's, right. Is this team has to? They don't know what they have because there's no <laughs> there's no pecking order. There's no I'm the top guy. I'm the second guy. I'm the third guy. And it seems to me on a good team, you know that. You know who your top dog is, and it's just, and I think it's gone all the way through to the quarterback position. I think these guys are so, what's the word I'm looking for? Cocky that they think that their scheme and their plan is mm -hmm. is just plug and play that anybody can come in and do what they want done. And it's it's just they're gonna have to make some adjustments. But you know what? It's so interesting too, though, because you know you talk about don't know who the top tier top dogs are, stuff like that. There was a guy here who we knew was the top dog. That was Adrian Peterson. Yep. And, and, the, and, 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 you know, you're right. When it comes to offense, it's like you don't know who's who in, in, in any, any of that. Well, what's going on with Fabian Moreau, too? I mean, Moreau, I haven't seen him on the field. And he didn't, he, and he, I, I believe he made a few plays earlier this season. I just don't, you know, I don't know, man. I don't understand what's going on here. Yeah, it, it's, it's so strange. I mean, just, just, there's no consistency, right? We talk about the, Haskins' performance, and Apke mm -hmm. was getting, like, toasted. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Season, right. You know, but there was no attempt to, to put him in. The, it was talking about things like the players were grumbling on the sideline because they wanted to win. But nobody said to mind Apke getting burned. They didn't grumble about <laughs> that, right? What? You know, right. Don't, don't, don't give me that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just one thing, you know, because of shows like the Federal Football Report, we have an educated fan base. We do mm -hmm. fans can look at it and they, and they see what's happening right? for the most part. For the most well, part, there was, there was a fan things. that called up the official postgame show and, and said, you know what, when you look at it, especially the linebacker position and even the cornerback, he said, you know, this is a, this is a rebuild situation and you got to see it for what it is because there are players on this team that, yeah, here they start. But if they were to go somewhere else, they wouldn't be a player. They wouldn't, they wouldn't be a starter. And you got to, you got to look position by position and say, you know what? There are the, the the talent on the team is thin. It is. It just and that's is what it is. But 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 you know, Rob talked about it earlier. But if you want to try to tell me that Dwayne Haskins is worse than Kyle Allen, you're crazy. <laughs> crazy. He's not. I mean, now again, if this, if if Dwayne if if your problem is his preparation and he doesn't seem like he's getting it, if he's just as good as Kyle Allen, unprepared and not getting it, then how, imagine if you coached him up. And you helped him prepare, and you helped him get it. Like this, like I don't understand the whole giving up on this kid, and he hasn't even played a full sixteen games yet. It's, it's kind although, of although I will say this, let's not forget, I, 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 on this very show, I was the one who said I don't know about this guy, and the reason, and and, and I went back, I went back to his first win as a, as the uh, football team's quarterback, and he couldn't take the knee for the final play because he was over in the stands taking selfies with fans, and I'm like. 
Something about that just makes me feel like he's not here. He's not. He's not here for 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 the game. For for to, you know. For, and so you know it's just something about buying into your own celebrity before you do anything to become a celebrity that somewhat to me. gets me. That but is, you, yeah. you remember that, though, when I when, yeah, when I pulled Yeah, but for okay. a totally different reason, because you remember during that time, remember the Philly game where the stands were full of Philly fans? <laughs> right. I mean, you remember that? You remember, it was like the team was a laughing stock, right? People mm-hmm. were selling their tickets. That moment, that moment meant to me that he was embracing being here. He loved being here. He loved being with the fans. I love that. As a matter of fact, when Ron Rivera first got hired, they asked him about that. He said he loved it too. Now, a week later, he said, I'm going to talk to Dwayne about that. That should have been our one. That should have been the red flag. That should have been something said, boing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inconsistency <laughs> so, already. So I, I enjoyed the fact that he embraced the, the fandom because, of, you know, being in this area, man, that's, that's being a Washington fan is like, I don't know. It's like something we have something unique. You know, being from DC, it's unique that we we're born in a city that has no state, right? That was unique. <laughs> I'm proud I go over the country. Yeah, I'm from DC. Y'all, y'all got a state. I ain't got one. I'm proud <laughs> of that fact, right? So being a Burgundy and Gold fan has always been something unique in my life. But now it's it's, it's Twilight Zone, man. It is it's yeah, absolute Twilight it's Zone. It's weird. What do you got to do this upcoming week to get out of the Twilight Zone? What do you want to see against the Giants? By the way, next week we're going to have Rodney Henderson, our official New York Giant correspondent on the show, to break down what is either – a, a, a football team win or football team loss, but one way or the other, someone's going to be at the bottom of the division. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, it's hard. And to if say the Cowboys that. lose, someone will be tied with, well, with if the football team wins and Dallas is losing, they're back yeah, in, t- well, in top. You know, of the, above all, we're we're still in it. Above all, um, mm-hmm. you know, you, I, I, my thing has always been basic football. You have to line up. Let's see if they are willing to line up and beat the man in front of them. No trickeration, no jet sweep, fake timing, inside reverse <laughs> stuff, right? You know, none of that. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you get up on the center. And <clears throat> if they have a fullback, <laughs> if they have a full, is there a fullback on this roster? I don't believe there is. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think there's so. a fullback on this roster. I mean, that means they're willing to play some football if there's a fullback, even somebody in the fullback position, right? But, um, you know, I'm just hoping for let's stand, let's line up and beat your man one on one. You know, if we can't, you know, we will run it if we have to. We'll pass it if we have to. You know, I'm looking at the roster right now. I do not. I don't even see fullback listed on the depth chart. That that concerns me. <laughs> that concerns <laughs> me. Um, I wish I'd known that. I would have like, called him. Like, <laughs> Might but, be a good idea, guys, to get a fullback. Yeah, yeah. On defense, I, I want to see aggression. I want to see some press coverage. I mean, there's no one on the Giants team that I believe is bound for the Pro Bowl. Daniel Jones is a learning quarterback as well. He's he's early in his career, right? I remember mm-hmm. a young quarterback who's making mistakes and not winning. Hmm. In New York, and yet, in, and in, yet, in New York of all places, in New York, and he's still playing. And he's still playing. And he's still playing. The game against Dallas was was a pretty good game. You know, hey, mm-hmm. hey, we got we got to talk about that in a minute. But to answer your question, yeah, I got to see aggression. I got to see them develop the attitude, that Callahan attitude. We're gonna be, we're gonna, we're gonna beat the man in front of us. Gosh, I miss yeah. that man. Anyway, what, 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 <laughs> what, what, yeah, well, remember you heard it on this show too. How neither one of us were mad if they would have just brought him back because the players right. kind of bought into what was going on and. Oh, so there's no doubt if Callahan was here, Peterson would be on the team. But anyway, yes, yes. Um, uh, 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 we'll talk about Dak in a second. My keys to the game. I Listen, offensively, I, I want to say this carefully. I don't care, actually care what happens on offense. You know what I mean? The offense is a circus. 
I need to, like you said earlier in the show, I need to know what the team has. And the one thing that we're kind of sure the team has is a decent defense, you know, as, as, as far as the front four anyway, and that the other guys are somewhat, you know, serviceable. I, and the Giants, you know, like you said, there's no one on the offensive side of the ball with Saquon out that, that scares you. And even when Saquon's in, the receivers on the outside don't really scare you, but you've got to account for Saquon so you can get some favorable matches on the outside. The point is, is that this defense should be able to be dominant against this Giants offense. That's all. I don't care what happens on offense. I, Scooby-Doo could play quarterback this weekend. It doesn't bother me. I don't care. Yeah, they might, yeah. They might see what Shaggy's doing. You know what I mean? They might be, because who knows what, but that, none of that matters. I want, I need to see dominant defense on Sunday. And if I don't see that, the team is in trouble. Yeah. If they can't be dominant against this team, they're in trouble. Well, well, at least look on the bright side. That'll give Riley some good material for next week when he's on the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Now, before we get out of here, Dak Prescott, man, uh, your heart just goes out for the for the kid, right? That's the only reason I care anything about the Cowboys because you just love his story, man. Just you know, yeah. he was just on the team to hold the place, and they almost led him to the Super Bowl. He was a couple of defensive players away from them being in the NFC Championship game. So my heart goes out to him. Now the question is, contract-wise, mm-hmm. what are the Cowboys going to do? Are the Cowboys going to do the yeah. right thing? We know this is a business and all, mm-hmm. but. Well, you know, it's been Jerry Jones's history to have loyalty to his players. Um, But his recent history has not been to has been more football decision, business decision. Um, You know, you think about Demarcus Ware, who they let go when he went end up going to Denver. I think he was on Denver Super Bowl team. I don't remember, but yeah, yeah. And so, you know, he left and and he had a few good years, but it was a better football decision to let him go. And so you're seeing this stuff where you're like. Ah, uh, they've made these decisions, better football decisions. I, you know, um, I can't imagine uh, the Cowboys not re-signing Dak, even if it's to a one-year deal or maybe a two-year deal from the, you know, kind of fully get back and then play a full season healthy when, whenever that is. Um, it could be next season or maybe not starting the next season, but coming in after two or three weeks. Who knows? Uh, but I, I can't imagine them not signing him. Yeah, you know, he had an injury similar to that that RG3 had, except uh, RG3 had, the, it was a clean dislocation, and mm-hmm. uh, Dak was dislocation and a fracture. But but the um, one thing he has in favor, he has Dallas's uh, medical team there. He didn't have right. you know, he didn't have what Alice had to go through. Uh, so, you know, we were the best for them. You know, we wanted, we wanted to beat the Cowboys the right way, not because <laughs> of this. And, you know, as quiet as it kept, it made the offseason signing of Andy Dalton like oh, yeah. a brilliant, appeared like a brilliant mm-hmm. move at this point. What team brilliant that moves. used to be mm-hmm. what the backup quarterback was? It was a seasoned veteran mm-hmm. that could step in, you know, and hold place until you know while the, uh, the the starter was out. And as a friend of mine told me, if if your backup quarterback can't win a game for you, why is he on your team? <laughs> right? Why is, yeah, exactly. Your backup quarterback should be good enough to win to win some games for you. He's yeah, the backup yeah, quarterback. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You know, yeah. I don't know. We're, folks. Little, we're hopeful. We're very hopeful. I mean, the division yeah. is still within grasp. The Eagles are still the Eagles. You know, this, hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's football. Sometimes it's just the attitude thing, right? If you, if you mm-hmm. feel like you're going to win, you got a chance, right? But if you feel like you're not, you can get whooped up on. And right <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm in that, that place where we're feeling like we're not, you know? And, right. Yeah. So they just got to listen to this show because we always, 
I guess it's time to pull out the want to coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't we have one? Don't we have? Yeah, we need to get him. We don't have a fullback, so we got room on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> we got room on the 53-man roster for a one-two coach. Yes, indeed. We don't have a fullback on the roster. Right. All right, Kevin, we'll get together uh, next week, and we'll break down what, what we hope will be a Washington football team win against the Giants. We'll have Rodney on. And, uh, yeah, folks, we'll catch up next week. Yeah, thanks again to Rob Wolfer. You all check yes. him out on WTOP.com. And, um, you know, like I said, the bar is set high now. We might have no choice. Rob one week, Rodney the next week, man. The show's great. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll need, we'll need, we'll need a uh, yeah, guest every week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll work on that. We'll get that together.